We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind and Allstate. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. The Varsity O presents Sooners for Life, a podcast focused on great Sooners and getting you ready for game day. This week, we look back on one of the most incredible performances in Oklahoma Sooner football history as the Sooners face off against Kansas this Saturday. We look back to Samaje Pirine's 427-yard performance against Kansas, an NCAA FBS record that still stands today. Jessica Cootie sat down with Samaje and standout offensive lineman Daryl Williams. All right, so it is Kansas week, so you know, know we got to bring in the record breaker himself, Samaje Pirine, but he would be the first to tell you it would not be possible without the help of his O-line, so we also welcome in Daryl Williams, both going to give us a perspective on 427 rushing yards, the NCAA record. Okay, let's go back to the day itself. It was raining kind of a crazy weather what was uh you guys were you guys excited to get to play in in a weather like that a lot of people were saying it's kind of like backyard football uh, Daryl, you got it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean yeah me personally i was excited because i mean usually when it's raining you know wet like that we already know we're gonna run the ball so i mean having a good back like samaje and then we had a good offensive line that year um or we kind of already knew what type of day it was going to be. Samaji, how yeah, much I mean, were you knowing it going into it that it could be a big day on the ground? Uh, I think as soon as I woke up and saw the weather, I knew it was going to be a fun game, but I didn't know that it was going to be like that. <laughs> but, you know, it was, it was foreseen, I guess. 
Daryl, how much you, you, you hit on it, but when you're an offensive lineman, when you know it's going to be a lot on your shoulders for the offense that day, how much do you guys embrace that challenge? Man, we, we are, like I said, we already knew that we we're going to be running the ball. So I think guys like me and Tyrus were, you know, were very excited to play that game. You know, um, we pretty much were going to run the ball every play. So that's, that's the lineman's dream, you know what I mean? So first half, I mean, I think you had, what, over 200 yards in the half. At what point do you guys realize, okay, something special is going on here? Mm, you know, that's uh, it's a great question. Um, <laughs> I mean, I personally didn't, didn't pay any attention to it, um, I think. Um, Ty was the one who actually came to me and was like, uh, you know, we're having a big day right now. And I was like, I mean, it's going pretty good, I guess. But I didn't really think it was going to be some records broken. And, uh, you know, the fact that we did it and the fact that those guys did such a good job, it was it was crazy. It was, it was kind of one of those out-of-body experiences because, you know, you never expect anything like that to happen, you know, for you and to have it happen. It was, it was pretty crazy. Daryl, what about for you? When did you realize, okay, there's something big happening right now? Oh, I really can't remember like small details like that, but I think someone did tell, you know, the offensive line on the sideline that, Hey, you know, Samaja needs such and such yards to, you know, to get the record, you know. And we just kept on doing what we were doing that day. Before even the record happens, you know, again, at halftime, you're over 200 yards. As an offensive line, how much pride do you guys take in that to have a 200-yard rusher? And it was already at halftime. Uh, I take a lot of pride in it, man. Um, we took a picture after the game. And I put it in my, in my, I still have that picture to this day and I put it in my man cave because, you know, I mean, that's crazy, you know. Um, and like, I think Samaja was saying, like, you don't really think about it until it really happened. And uh, I remember, I think someone um, raised Samaja up when uh, whenever he broke the record. And that's really what I remember about that day, mainly, you know, whenever we did do it. So at one point, you know, you guys are getting close to the record. And I don't think, Samaja, you didn't want to go back out there. And it was the O-line, right, that, that pushed you back out there? Tell, yeah, tell Ty Darlington. That. Yeah, I remember sitting on the sideline next to Coach Gundy. And um, we were talking back and forth. And I was like, I mean, we're, we won the game. There's no reason for me to go back out there, give some other guys a chance. And then Ty pretty much said no that's not happening you know we're this close and we're not gonna let it slip away so um I was pretty much kidnapped and taken back onto the field by Ty Darlington <laughs> Darryl, what do you remember about that I think I, I remember Ty's telling me that story because I, I you know I wasn't in in that I, I wasn't with Ty and somebody on the sideline at the time but I think he did tell me that after the game he was like hey you know, Samaya, you got to get back out there, bro. We, we got to break this record, you know. So, <laughs> but uh, we, we knew, you know, Samaya's just a humble dude, man. So, um, we were just very thankful he, he actually did that, you know. I know you you do not care about your own record, Samaje, but, you know, being what it meant 
to this offensive line, how special it was for them and for this team and forever to be in the record books. Now looking back a few years removed from it, how special is it for you to have your name beside that record? Um, I think for me personally, it, uh, it, for me, it was just another game, but to see, you know, the enjoyment that the O-line and, uh, and, and, and rip to see the enjoyment that they got out of it, to see their hard work come to fruition and to see, you know, what it did for them. Uh, it was, it was extremely special and, um, I am, I'm very glad that we got to do it. And, you know, I, I, um, I wish I cherished it more for them back then, like I do now, but, um, you know, even still looking back on it, it was still, still a special moment to have with those guys. You were a young freshman then you, you learned, (laughs) right? How special is it for you to be a part of that day? It's it's definitely very special. I I feel like, you know, it's uh, every lineman's dream for something like that to happen, you know. Um, and <laughs> I can't say that's ever going to happen again, you know, in the, in the NFL or something like that, you know. Um, yeah, very, it's very, we are very thankful, you know, that uh, that happened. Um, the crowd, some people had left, but for those that stayed, they were well aware of what was going on. Do you remember just the reaction of inside the stadium? Uh, I definitely don't. <laughs> uh, I'll, be, I'll be completely honest. I have no idea what was going on outside of the team and on the sidelines. Um, the last thing I remember from like looking into the crowd in general was when uh, Coach Duke called a timeout and sent me back out there, and then it was just a blur until we got back into the locker room. I don't remember anything else after that. Do you remember, Daryl, that moment? Now I remember Now I remember that. I forgot about that. But, yeah, I remember Coach Stu's calling a timeout. And then – Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I remember, like I said, I think Tyrus had picked you up or something. It was – It's kind yeah. of a blur, but it's coming back. But, like, when that happened, that's when it was like the – that's when we all started getting, like, really excited and stuff. That, you know, that outer body experience that Samadji was talking about. Okay, so tell us about the thank you meal uh, Samadji bought for you guys. Didn't you take them out to dinner or buy them some pizza or something? (laughs) What was it? You did buy something. I can't remember. Uh, Was it? Was it chicken? Was it Domino's or chicken? I think it it was was, chicken. Yeah, yeah. Because I usually always get y'all pizza, but then that day y'all wanted chicken. So I went to uh, Chicken Express. Yeah, yeah I do yeah, remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they said yeah, they was we tired were... of the pizza. They wanted some chicken. <laughs> yeah, he brought a Chicken Express the day after, and we were like the whole whole line was in our uh, meeting room, and we were eating the chicken while we were watching the film. How cool is that when a running back does that, and you guys kind of get to sit and reminisce about what just took place? Oh, man, that's, you know, we love that. You know, Lyman love that. We love to eat, <laughs> especially after a victory like that. So, <laughs> Okay, I want to ask you guys each about each other. Um, Daryl, you know, you, he- you heard a lot about Samaje and the holes that he could read and how he hit the gaps and all that. Um, you know, you guys have to open them up, but what what is it like when you get to block for a guy like Samaje? 
Man, Samaje, I remember, I, I think it was my redshirt senior year, and, you know, Samaje was a freshman. But when you first see Samaje, you know, he's he looks like a grown man. <laughs> and you're like, okay, damn, you know, he got, you know, he got the, the you know, the physical capability. And then um, going out throughout the year, you know, he showed how mature he was, um, how good he can play and stuff like that. So we were excited, excited I think, in the spring when we after spring ball we knew he was going to be really good so um yeah I mean it wasn't shocking you know what he was doing during the season because he was so mature mature in the offseason so we were just very um blessed to have him and Zabaja you ran behind several uh good lines at OU but that line in particular in particular your freshman year uh how much easier did it make you as a, make it for you as a freshman to have those guys blocking for you? Um, it made it coming from from high school. You know, my line was okay, but they were a high school offensive line. To come behind an NFL ready offensive line your freshman year that uh, <laughs> that made my job a lot easier. Um, you know, well, pretty much all I had to do is pick a spot and run for it because I knew that, you know, those guys up front, they were going to have the holes open and all I had to do was hit it. So, you know, they made my job you know, extremely easy and they made the transition even easier just because, you know, I was so used to getting, you know, hit at, you know, or near the line of scrimmage and just to have, you know, clear and open holes um, <clears throat> like that. It was just, it was crazy. It was fun. <laughs> Samaja, you hear a lot about for wide receivers and offensive guys, you got a quarterback, you got Lincoln Riley, but because of that right there, what you just said, if you're a high school running back, how much confidence do you have coming into Oklahoma, knowing that you're going to run behind some of the best offensive lines in the country? Oh, it gives you a ton of confidence going in just to know that, you know, you hear, um, you hear Lincoln Riley and you hear Air Raid and you hear all of this, but you know what what you have to what you have to understand is that, you know, Lincoln wants to run the ball and he's going to go get guys that can block so he can run the ball because he loves running. I mean, yes, you see the numbers, you see the QBs, you see, you know, the Heisman Trophy winners, but we still have thousand yard rushers year in and year out. So, you know, he wants to run the ball and that's the biggest thing for me that um, that he preached on when he was first coming in is that he still, you know, wanted to run the ball. And he showed that and he goes out and gets guys who's going to block so he can run the ball. And, Daryl, how much, if you're an offensive lineman recruit looking at Oklahoma, why do you want to come be a Sooner? Man, um, just, you know, piggybacking off of what uh, Samaje said, you know, Coach Riley still wants to run the ball. He wants to run the ball first. Secondly, um, Coach Biedenboe, he's probably the best offensive line coach in, you know, in the whole in – the, in the country. And I still, you know, do things that Coach Biedenboe taught me when I was in college. So, I mean – and then you look at – I think it was a couple years ago. Or, yeah, a couple years ago you see Cody Ford, now who I play with, Orlando Brown, that whole O-line that year, you know, they all got drafted. I mean, it's just a testament of, uh, you know, the coaches and um, a great uh, program Oklahoma is. What is it about Coach Biedenboe that make that kind of sets him apart? Because you hear that often from you guys talking about he's the best in the country and what he teaches you, you apply in the NFL. What What is it about him? Man, he is very, very smart. Um, 
I guess the how I can put it here as a lineman, he made me look at the the bigger picture of the whole game. You know, not just looking at the guy I'm going to block, looking at other positions and their tendencies and what they're going to do to show me what my guy is going to do. You know, so I think Coach Bino is like one of the smartest coaches I've been around. Um, it, the transition to the NFL, how much did preparing coming to Oklahoma prepare you for that next step? I think, like I said, a lot. Like Coach Biedenboe, I still use things that Coach Biedenboe has taught me to this day, um, and it made it that much easier when I got in the NFL. What about for you, Samajay? Um, I think they um, they did a great job at not sugarcoating it and telling you how it is. Like, you know, yes, you're going to have to work. Yes, you know, games may be easier here, but at the next level, you know, they get paid to, you know, play this game as well. So day in and day out, you're going to have to work to earn that starting job. Like you may be uh, better than the next guy here at this level, but at that level, everybody gets paid. So, you know, you're going to have to work from start to finish. And they really harped on that. And um, just the atmosphere in general, it's a, it's a no nonsense atmosphere, you know, like we have fun, you know, we're, we're together, but you know, when it's time to work, it's time to work, when it's time to study, it's time to study. So um, that just made the transition, you know, that much easier because we knew what to expect, you know, when we got to the big leagues. Every Sunday, we're seeing Sooners seem to play each other. They're making big plays. I mean, all across the league. Uh, how special is it for you guys each and every Sunday it's, to have a Sooner that you're playing against, maybe a, a, that you're playing with, um, just that there's so many guys, and it just seems like it's different, the brotherhood between, oh, you guys. Uh, it's very special, you know, just to see – other guys thriving that, you know, and we have, you know, that bond that, you know, waking up at 530 and running stadiums and doing this and doing that. And, um, you know, we just carry that bond into the league. And I feel like, you know, once you go through something like that, together, those workouts with Smitty or, you know, with Billy or uh, Benny or anything, then, you know, you're, you're already connected and that connection will never be broken. So you always have something to talk about. So just seeing, those guys and reminiscing on those days, it's uh, it's it's very special. Daryl, and yeah, just to see the guys that came before us, and you know, talking about the same thing, you know, with Smitty or with the former coaches and stuff like that, is just a very special thing. And to see those guys still doing their thing, you know, um, those are the guys that we looked up to, you know, before I got, you know, got to Oklahoma. So it's a very special deal. Last couple for you, Daryl, you, you said it. There's offensive linemen all over the NFL. Guys that even before you that have retired, how special is it for you to be a part of O-line U as uh, they like to call it around here? Man, I love it. I, I mean, I take pride in it. Whenever, you know, you guys post it on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, I'm like, man, I'm really, I'm really doing this thing with, you know, even greater players, you know, like Lane Johnson, uh, Trent Williams, you know, big names like that, man. It's it's uh, very humbling, and uh, I'm just very blessed. And it obviously you can call it running back. You too, Samaje. You got Adrian Peterson, Demarco Murray is back coaching. You know, Joe Mixon. You, 
Um, and then the guys that came before way back in the day that have won Heisman's here, how special is it for you to be a part and to have carried on that legacy of running back you? Uh, it, it's, it's very special. You know, it's a, it's a tremendous honor for me to, to be a small part of that. And um, just to see the legacy those guys carried and the work that, the, that they carried. Um, it's, it's uh, it, it's very special, and you know, I always when I can, I like to pay it forward and to pay my respects to those who came before me, who paved the way, um, for uh, for all of us, you know, to to go out and do what we can do to to help carry on the legacy. Hey, thanks for joining us for Sooners for Life. Make sure to check out thevarsityo.com for more information on what the Varsity O is all about. We'll see you next Thursday afternoon. And until then, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Riverwind, home to a luxury hotel, fine dining, and never-ending rewards. Riverwind is still the one. And Allstate, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.